Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Today in sports betting for Tuesday, April 12th. I'm your host, Doug Reed. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. Please send me any comments, thoughts you have, and DM. Love to hear from people, get some messages, and would love to get more. Also, uh, if you go to your podcast provider, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and rate and review the show, obviously, five star rating would help and get more exposure and get more listeners, which I'm always trying to do. Before we get going on a huge couple of slates in the NBA playoffs starting, I want to mention a couple of Twitter accounts we have here at Sports Ethos. This is Sports Ethos presentation. If you haven't checked this out yet, go to sportsethos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S dot com. And check us out there. You can find our packages from DFS to wagering to fantasy sports. We've got a litany of different packages for you. Uh, I'm part of the wagering group, and you can get our package about $15 a month. And you get plays everything from basketball to tennis these days, to Major League Baseball, to hockey. Uh, you get college basketball, college football. You get a ton of um, input, ton of handicapper or a handful of handicappers in there and a lot of great input. And you can also get access to our Discord, which I think is the hidden gem, to be honest with you. You can go in there and you can see. You don't have to chat, but you can see our comments. We post all of our picks in there. You can ask the handicappers their thoughts. You can talk with other subscribers. It's a great, I go in there almost every night uh, in the NBA and the NHL and the MLB uh, channels. It's a great way to interact and get some timely input. Uh, if you're not following a couple of Twitter accounts, I do want to suggest a couple. One is Ethos Fantasy BK for basketball. There you'll get updates on lineups and who's in, who's out. And as we head into the playoffs tonight, it's a great resource for timely information for obviously for fantasy basketball, which is over, but also for wagering. You'll get the constant updates throughout the day. We also have an Ethos Fantasy BB for baseball. Same thing. You're going to get updates throughout the day. Lineups, pitching movement, who's in, who's out. Great resource um, that you don't have to go searching for. You get the information right there. Before we get started, if you are into props, I would highly recommend a partner of ours, Thrive Fantasy, T-H-R-I-V-E. Prop up with, prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app. Or you can go to thrivefantasy.com. When you sign up, use the code ET, ETHOS. That's E-T-H-O-S. Get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first $100. Plus, you had to get two or four free game tickets to play. Basically, you pick the props, player props and the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit. And the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. If you want information on basketball props, check out our DFS team, our ETHOS DFS team. Uh, we have a regular podcast, and you can also get our information on our sportsethos.com website. They give great advice, and if you are into prompts, they are a great resource to use. Again, it's thrivefantasy.com, and check out uh, and use the code ethos when signing up. So quick recap, yesterday in baseball, did not have a good night. Went 2-6, and six, minus 4.3, so on the year, I am 11-13, minus 0.85 units. So a little bit up and down to start, uh, but that is baseball. It is definitely a grind. 
So tough day. Hopefully we can bounce back. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because we have a huge late 15 Major League Baseball games, 14 NHL games, and two playing games for the NBA. So let's get right into baseball. Uh, at recording, uh, this game's already started. Uh, Boston was facing Detroit. You could uh, Rich Hill was starting for the Red Sox and Tyler Alexander for um, the Tigers. So I'm not going to get into that game a whole lot. The next game sees Seattle uh, go to Chicago. And that game we had, uh, we have um, Vince Velasquez on the hill for Chicago, who I'm not a huge fan of. And Seattle throws their prize rookie, uh, um, sorry, someone else, the prize rookie Matt Brash. But the interesting thing with him, a lot of people are hyping this, and they're actually the favorites here. You can get Seattle minus 105 and the White Sox minus 115. Total eight and a half. I actually played the White Sox at minus 115. Matt Brash has never pitched about double A, six foot one starter, uh, good fastball, good ground ball pitcher. However, he's facing a White Sox order that I think is very strong. I picked them to be one of – to potentially come out of the AL for the World Series, to win the AL Central. I think they're one of the strongest teams. Them, the Astros, the Jays, the Yankees, I think are all the contenders. So I like their lineup against a rookie who's never played against above double A. And Velasquez scares me a little. Any other pitcher, I think the White Sox would be clear favorites. Here they're minus 115 versus Seattle minus 105, so they're slight favorites. But I'm on the White Sox at minus 115. Next game sees the Cubs travel to Pittsburgh, and two ageless wonders are on the mound. You can get the Cubs at minus 115 with their starter Drew Smiley going, and you can get the Pirates at minus 105 with Carlos Quintana going, the total 8.5. I'm on the Cubs at minus 115. I think you have Smiley's a better pitcher. Um, Quintana struggled last year, struggled mightily last year. And Smiley had a really good start and then tailed off a little. I like him on the mound. I think the Cubs lineup's a little stronger than the Pirates. So at this close line, I'm going to be on the Cubs with Drew Smiley at minus 115. Next game of the day, we travel to Tampa Bay, where I'm just pulling up the lines here. Sorry. You get um, you can get the Athletics at plus 175. Uh, and Tampa at minus 210. Sorry, just pulling up their pitchers. It's not My system's not working here. Great podcasting. I know. Exciting. Uh, there we go. Sorry about that. For Tampa Bay, you get Tommy Romero, a right-hander on the mound. And for Oakland, you get Adam Oler. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Two righties. Um, you know, th- this is a hard game to handicap. Tampa's clearly the better team. Two unknown pitchers. Uh the uh, the A's actually have two wins on the season, so they're playing a little bit better than I think people start that thought to start. But it's such a such an early uh, part of the year. At plus one seventy five, you could say there's some value there. I just don't like them going against Tampa. Uh, Romero might go a couple innings and get to their bullpen. I was looking on the run line; you can get the Rays at minus one oh five, minus one and a half on the run line at minus one oh five. Not going to touch that. I'm going to pass in this game. The next game sees the Mets travel to Philly. Uh, the Mets should have won yesterday's game. Uh, they had a meltdown at the end. So you can get the Mets and Tyler McGill at plus 125. You can get the Phillies and Zach Wheeler for his first game of the season at minus 145. I'm actually on the Mets. I got the Mets. Sorry, 125. I got them at one, plus 136 on FanDuel. So I'm actually on the Mets. I just think there's value here. Both good pitchers. Um, Wheeler is a much more herald, heralded pitcher. But McGill's pitched well last year. Pitched well in his first outing this year. And I think on the money line, catching plus 136, there's some value there. The total is 8.5. I would look to the under 
It's juiced to 105 on the under. I don't think there'll be a lot of runs. A little cool night in Philly. Uh, not on the number there, but I am on the Mets plus 136. Next game sees the Brewers travel to Baltimore. And you can uh, Milwaukee throws their lefty Eric Lauer. And Baltimore throws little-known Spencer Watkins, a righty. And you can get the Brewers at minus 160 in the money line. You can get the O's at plus 140. Total here, 9.5. I would look maybe to the first half total. It's probably about 5. Uh, I'm not on this game. I like the Brewers. I can't lay 160, and I don't like the O's. It's their season opener at home, but I'm not going to um, put one, take their plus 140. Might be some value there. Uh, I was looking at the Brewers on the run line, minus 1.5. You can get a minus 105. Uh, I like Lauer over Watkins, but I don't like Lauer that much. So it's a stay away for me. Next game sees the Blue Jays uh, play the Yankees in the second game of their series. Jays winning 3 0 yesterday. You can get UC Kikuchi making his debut for the Jays at plus 100. Or Nestor Cortez for the Yankees at minus 120. Cortez had a num- had a good season last year, very good season actually. His numbers didn't look great. He just managed to f- figure out how to win and keep the Yankees in games. And I could see that happening again tonight. If I had to take a side, I would actually take the Jays at plus money. Uh, I think this game could go either way. I think a lot of runs could be scored as well, which is why I am on the first five over five and a half. I got it at plus 108 at FanDuel. So I'm going to take Jays-Yankees first five over five and a half. I think a number of runs could be scored here. Two great offenses. I'm not sold on Kikuchi and Cortez. As much as I said, he seemed to be able to win last year. The Jays lineup is hitting and hitting well, and especially in Yankee Stadium. Uh, balls can fly out of there. Next game of the night sees the Marlins travel to Los Angeles. You get Miami throwing a reclamation project, although he is a prospect still, but he seems to be a highly touted prospect for about five or six years and just never been able to put it together. Jesus Lizardo at plus 130, and the Angels get Pedro Sandoval at minus 150. Patrick Sandoval, sorry, not Pedro Sandoval. Uh, They're lefty on the mound at minus 150. I like the Angels here. I don't like them at minus 150. You can get them minus, run line minus one and a half at plus 125. I just don't know how many runs they're going to score. Trout was out yesterday with an illness. I think he's back in today with Otani Trout at the top of the lineup and Rendon. I think you've got potentially the best. Um, top three in baseball. After that, it gets real questionable. I know Joe Adele hit a home run yesterday, but when I look at their lineup, and I said this in yesterday's show, when you get to the bottom path, half of their lineup, it's Gerald Walsh, who's a lefty going against Lazardo, He's pushed down to number six here. Uh, and you get Max Stassi, a righty, Brandon Marsh, the outfield, a lefty, and Jack Mayfield, a third base, a righty. Those bottom four aren't going to scare anybody. So I'm not really sure how many runs they can put up. So I don't want to take them on the run line at minus one and a half. I think they win. They're the better team. I think Sandoval's the better pitcher. And they could get to Lazardo. I just don't know the bottom of the lineup gets them. So total's eight and a half. Uh, under, you can go plus 110. Over, you can go minus 130. I'm not on that either. I'm going to stick this game. Next game is Washington. And they throw Patrick Corbin. And they are at Atlanta. And they throw Bryce Elder, uh, a young rookie for them. A decent prospect. Not a great, great prospect. Lefty Patrick Corbin got rocked in his first outing. Had a horrendous year last year. And I think that continues tonight. I'm actually... Not on the game straight up. Again, you can get the Nats at plus 140. You can get the Braves at minus 160. Total is 9.5, so you can see they expect a lot of runs to score. be scored. I'm actually on first five over 5.5. I got that plus one uh, plus 112 at FanDuel. And then I'm also on the Atlanta team total over 5. I get that minus 110 at FanDuel. I was on Atlanta yesterday, and they did not score. But I think against Corbin, they could put up runs. And then if you get to the Nats bullpen, 
Um, they can also put up runs. Next game of the night is in Minnesota. You get the Dodgers traveling to Minnesota. You can get the Dodgers and Andrew Heaney at minus 135, or you can get the Twins and Chris Archer at plus 115. Total here at nine and a half. And I'm actually on the Dodgers run line. So minus one and a half, plus 120. Andrew Heaney is an interesting story, I find. Uh, when he's on, he gets strikeouts and he can dominate, but he's probably not going to go more than three or four innings. He throws a lot of pitches. That's usually his problem. But they have a good bullpen behind him. Twins, Chris Archer, not really sure why the Twins signed Chris Archer. He had a great start to his career, kind of went sideways for a few years, and I guess this is a reclamation project. I'm just not a believer in Chris Archer, especially going against the Dodgers lineup. So I'm on the Dodgers on the run line at plus 120. Next game of the night, we travel to St. Louis. We get Kansas City and Daniel Lynch. You can get the Royals at plus 145. And the Cardinals throw Dakota Hudson, uh, a righty for them, at minus 165. So Lynch at, in, the, in the Royals plus 145, or Hudson and the Cardinals minus 165. Total here, eight and a half. I would look to the under. It's juiced to 110. I don't see a lot of runs being scored. Um, Casey has a, what I think is an underperforming lineup, um, but they haven't been really hitting a whole lot lately. And I just, I just think these two pitchers should be, could be able to limit um, the runs. So I would look to the under, if anything, but I'm not on the game. Next game of the night sees Colorado travel to Texas. And for Colorado, they are starting righty Chad Cool. Texas starts lefty Martin, Martin Perez. You can get Colorado on the money line at plus 140. Texas on the money line, the home favorite at minus 160. Total here, 10.5. Um, juice to be over plus 110. You can get the under at minus 130. So obviously they expect a lot of runs to score, be scored. And I'm on board with that too. I'm going to look at this a little later. Maybe the first five over. It's probably about five and a half, maybe six. Um, but I'm staying away from this game. Uh, I think there's value in the Rockies at plus 140. Uh, they've been hitting well this year. And that's, that's a pretty good price for two pitchers that I don't really have a whole lot of faith in. Uh, either way, you could get Texas on the money line or the run line, pardon me. So minus one and a half at plus 120. But if anything, I would lean, I'm leaning towards the Rockies at plus 140. Houston Astros travel to Arizona. You get uh, righty Luis Garcia for the Strohs. You get lefty Madison Baumgartner for the D backs. You can get Houston minus 160, or you can get Arizona plus 140, total nine and a half. And I'm actually on Houston run line, minus one and a half. I got it at plus 104 at FanDuel. I see it anywhere between about plus 100 and plus 104. So I took the Astros on the run line, expecting to win by two runs or more at plus 104. Final game of the night. Should be a good one, actually, in San Francisco. You get U Darvish for the Padres at minus 110, and Alex Cobb for the Giants also at minus 110. And if anything, I'm leaning towards, I haven't pulled the trigger on this one yet, leaning towards San Diego. I think Darvish uh, is the better pitcher. He, I think he carried a no-hitter through six innings before he got pulled in his first start of the year. I see this being a low-scoring game, but obviously so do the books, as the total is only 7.5. So I'm going to stay away from that. I was looking, I was thinking at first five under number, but I'm not going to touch that because it's such a low number in general. So probably on the Padres, lean to the Padres at minus 110, so I think Darvish is the better pitcher in a very pitching-friendly environment. So that was a quick rundown of the MLB slate. Let me take a quick break, hits, uh, hit the two NBA games, and then get to the ice for a lot of games there as well. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome back. We go to the NBA for the two play-in games tonight, or the two games in the East and the West for teams to become the seventh seed. So the first game at 7 p.m. in the East, we've got the Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to Brooklyn. The Nets are nine and a half point favorite total 227. I'm not on this game at all. I think Brooklyn wins. Uh, I don't, they are healthy and um, Cleveland. Hold on. Just pulling up. The Cavs are down. Uh, Jared Allen, which is going to hurt. Colin Saxon obviously is out and Dean Wade's out for the season. The Nets have Curry and uh, as probable and Goran Dragic as it says available, so I thought he was questionable. It says available. Uh, Simmons obviously remains out, and Joe Harris is out. I like Brooklyn. Could they win by nine and a half? Sure. If I had to lean here, I would lean Cleveland. It's just too big a spread. Uh, I think if Jared Allen's back, this is a whole different game. And I was looking potentially at the Cavs' uh, um, total points. I think it was at about 113. Um, sorry, about 108, I think. But I decided to stay away from that. Uh, I think Cleveland... I think Brooklyn wins, and if they get up big and roll, maybe Cleveland just takes takes their players out and rests uh, for the next game, which will be in two nights, and they can try and get in the eighth spot in the East. The next game out west, which is going to be a great one, the Clippers travel to Minnesota. The Timberwolves find themselves three-point favorites, total here 230.5. And, and I'm actually on the Clippers at plus three. I just think they're the better team. I was looking at the money line at plus 130, but I hope you to take the points. I think they're the better team. I'm not sure the – Minnesota has the wings to cover Paul George. And you look at what the Clippers did this year. Obviously, Kawhi's been out all year. Rumor is he might be back if they make it into the first round of the playoffs. But he won't be playing tonight. But Paul George missed a lot of games, too. And what they were able to do, what Ty Lue was able to do, and get those players going and keep um, keep the team cohesive. And then when Paul George came back, they really started rolling at the end of the year. I just think the Clippers are a better team. Deeper. Um, a more sound team. And with Carl Anthony Towns on the T-Wolves, fantastic player. Everybody's saying he needs to make a statement. He needs, you know, he's, he, if he wants to be considered one of the elite players, he needs to win a game like this. Sure, he does. But I think they are so centered around him. And if the Clips can figure the Clips have won, I think, three or four games against them this year. Uh, they won two of them by, I think, over 10 points. If they can, con- they can limit him at all, I don't think this game's that close. Uh, if he goes out and has a monster game, I still think the Clippers have the ability to beat them. So I'm on the clip plus three, and I'm also on the LA team total of 113 and a half over. So totals 230 and a half in this game. 
I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a lot of points scored. Minnesota does not like to play defense, as seen, obviously, by the total here. And the Clippers can score, especially with Paul George playing. So I'm on LA plus three, and I am on the Clippers team total, 113.5. So now we head to the ice for a huge slate of 14 games. I'm going to quickly run through these. There's only really two I'm interested in. Uh, we have Anaheim traveling to Florida. You can get the Ducks at plus 350. Uh, you can get the Panthers at minus 450, total six and a half, not on this game. Buffalo Sabres travel to Toronto, and Buffalo will have first overall pick Owen Power in the lineup, so it should be an exciting game. Now, if you've listened to my show the last couple of weeks, Buffalo's been playing really scrappy. A team that's not in the playoffs, but they've been playing hard. They're going to get a boost with their number one overall pick. So I think they have the ability to make this a game. I don't think there's any chance they win, but they did beat Toronto a couple weeks ago in an outdoor game in, uh, in Hamilton, Ontario. So you can get the Sabres at plus 350. You can get the Leafs at minus 450, and the total is seven. I'm on the Leafs at minus 450 plus the under of seven, uh, which is minus 105. It gives me a total of plus 138. So I'm going to do a little fun same-game parlay here. I think the Leafs are the better team, but I think Buffalo will keep the game close and maybe a, a lower-scoring affair. Carolina travels to New York to play the Rangers. You can get the Road Hurricanes as the favorites at minus 125. The Rangers plus 105. Total here, five and a half goals. I would lean the Canes, uh, even on the road. Uh, not sure if Shesterkin is playing or not. If he doesn't, I would definitely lean Carolina at minus 125, but don't like to t- take uh, a road team in New York playing that much. Next game is Philly traveling to Washington. Philly, you can get on the money line at plus 215. The Caps minus 260. Total here is six and a half. I like the Caps, but can't lay 260. Um, they've had an up and down season. They seem to be playing all right lately, and Philly is just struggling. But laying 260 is just far too much for me. St. Louis travels to Boston. You can get the Blues at plus 110. You can get the Bruins at home, minus 130. Total is six. And I'm actually on the Bruins here, minus 130. St. Louis has turned things around. They're playing well. So I could see them pulling the upset here, but I like Boston. Boston's playing at home, doing well, on a bit of a roll, as I've said many times in this show since January. So I'm actually going to take the Bruins minus 130 in the money line. Next game sees Ottawa travel to Detroit. You can get at the Senators plus 100. You can get the Red Wings minus 120, total six and a half in this game. This game's a total coin flip for me. These guys have played a few times recently. I think Ottawa won both of them. And, um, Detroit just seems to be spiraling. They're playing well at home start the year, uh, well relative to the record, uh, not against the good teams, but they were beating some average and below average teams at home, but not anymore. So not touching this game. Pittsburgh, uh, since they've broken their short little losing streak, are in New York to play the Islanders. You can get the Pens as favorites minus 115, but you get the Islanders at minus 105 in the money line. Total here is five and a half. I would lean, I would lean the Pens. Crosby and Malkin, uh, Malkin's out, but Crosby's been playing well. And I just like the way they've been playing the Islanders back home after a long road trip. So I lean the Pens minus 115. The next game sees Edmonton travel to Minnesota to play the Wild. You can get the Oilers as underdogs on the road at plus 110. You can get the home Wild at minus 130. Total here is six and a half. I would lean Minnesota. Um, they're just a very solid team there at home, which they are. Uh, they play very well. Total here with the Oilers, you always want to look to the over, but over six and a half at minus 25, minus 125, there's just no value there. So I'm not going to touch that one. The Sharks traveled to Nashville to play the Predators. You can get San Jose at plus 180. You can get Nashville at minus 220. Total five and a half here. I would definitely lean Nashville. And the under probably looks better to me. It's five and a half, but it's just a plus 110. So they're trying to get you to take that under to stay away there as well. 
The Kings travel to Chicago to play the Blackhawks. L.A. minus 145 on the road, which just shows you how bad Chicago has been playing all year, but especially now. You can get the Blackhawks at home plus 125. Might be some value there. I just don't think they'll be able to compete with the Kings. I think the Blackhawks are just playing out the string. Total here is six uh, over minus 125. You can get under plus 105. I would lean the Kings, but 145 on the road is just too big a number for me. Expansion Kraken travel to Calgary. You can get the Kraken at plus 325. You can get the Flames at home minus 425. The total here is six. The over is minus 105. The under is minus 115. Calgary is the play, but at minus 425, you can't touch this. And I don't really want to do a same game parlay because I'm not sure that that game is going to get over six. Tampa travels to Dallas. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Tampa's minus 160, so favorites on the money line. The Stars at home, plus 140. The Stars are a tough team at home. I think there's some value here, plus 140 with Dallas. Total is six. Uh, Juice to the under, you get minus 105 on the under, minus 115 on the over of six. I think there's some value in Dallas. Uh, I think they could surprise Tampa, who's kind of been hot and cold. They've played a little better lately, but they have not really played that great as we head into the playoffs. Uh, so I would lean Dallas plus 140. Second last game sees Jersey travel to Arizona in a game I don't think anybody wants to watch. You can get the Devils on the road as favorites, minus 150. The Coyotes at home, plus 130. Total here, six and a half. I've got no feel in this game. Um, just no feel. I'm just going to pass quickly. Last game, which should be a good one. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights travel to Vancouver. You can get the Golden Knights at minus 145 as the road favorite. You can get the Canucks as the home underdog at plus 125. A total of six. You can get over six at plus 100, under six, I'm seeing about minus 120. I think there's, eh, I don't think, I was going to say, I think there's some value in Vancouver being at home, but the Golden Knights have been playing so well. I just don't want to take the Knights on the road at minus 145. Um, I think they win, um, but laying that much is not what I'm really comfortable doing. So I'm going to stay away from that. So in the NHL, I'm only on the two games. Uh, Buffalo and Toronto, I'm taking the least minus 450 on the money line, but a total under seven. For plus 138, same game parlay. And then I'm taking the Bruins at home, minus 130 over the Blues. So I hope you enjoyed the quick rundown of that, of the big N, N, pardon me, Major League Baseball slate. The quick two games and the play-in, which I think are going to be two fantastic, especially that Clippers uh, T-Wolves game. I'm really looking forward to watch that. And then the big NHL slate, of which I'm only on the two games. So hopefully uh, there's some interesting tidbits, some information, some plays, some parlays that you might like there. And hopefully you can make some money and we can get back here tomorrow and check out the next night of games. Have a great night, everyone, and we'll chat with you tomorrow. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.